Africa Business Report on The Money Show. Victor Khomaswana with the Africa Business Report. Jason Njoku, a, a great African who's doing fantastic things, eh, yeah. Victor. I like to hear stories about people like that, young Africans who are taking international experience from wherever they got it, developed world, applying it to get Africa to the next level. Because Nollywood needs that. You're right. The movies at the moment, you might find rough at the edges and what, but I like his point that if you make 2,000 movies, you'll get a couple that are good. And that's how Hollywood works. You said was. 200 are good. You said a couple. You, you're just See, not a fan but of Hollywood. I'm, 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 I exaggerate. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay, one thing you can't exaggerate yeah. about, and I'm seeing lots of tweets going about at the moment yeah. uh, from Turvin Nube and others saying yeah. the flights to Zimbabwe are half full or half empty, depending on which way you like to look at these things. Is yeah. that talking about us as a country or is it talking about Zimbabwe as a country, it's do you think? It's talking about Zimbabwe because, remember... <laughs> That's a story. That's another story that keeps breaking my heart because I just wish Zimbabwe would take its place, rightful place on the economic scheme of things. And as I speak to you, exports from Zimbabwe to the Sadek region more than doubling over the last four years. You know, commodities, all kinds of things. 113% growth from 2009 to 2013 in spite of the fact that the manufacturing sector was underperforming. So... uh, you know, so, yeah, it is just one of those economies that you wish you could slap into action because the, the economy is, a, is well located, is situated properly. It's so central to SADC. I actually insist that is a much better location for your business if it was working the way it should to yeah. be able to launch uh, into the rest of the... But, but it's but not. It's not because mm. they just, you know, it's, as I say, it's like having a gifted child who is not pulling his weight and you, you wish like he could just slap him because even when he doesn't apply himself, he still does reasonably well. I mean, because thinking about Zimbabwe, you, you would say they're like even to have half full flights. Half no, absolutely. I mean, the fact but that the place is succeeding the, the despite place its politicians. It's yeah. attracted so many international flights and so many airlines that have been trying to get into the country. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, as I say, I'm always just sad when I look at what the country could have been doing by now. Mm, cross-border investment, I mean, there's lots of it going on, yeah. but I quite like the story about the Cooperative Bank of Kenya, which is looking to open up in Ethiopia. Yeah, and it's, it's not even a bank I know very well, but they are putting to invest, they're looking to invest about $20 million into an expansion, going to Ethiopia. The interesting thing is Ethiopian markets have been closed to foreigners, if you like, outsiders. But because of the significance of Kenya, Bruce, the fact that Kenya is... Ethiopia's gateway to the, except for Burundi, uh, Djibouti, the, most of the cargo that's coming from Ethiopia started going through, Ethiop- from, through Kenya. So this is just one of those. President Uhuru Kenyatta went to Ethiopia not long ago. They had already agreed that they would make, they would give each other preferential treatment, but that was not happening because it was pending approval from parliament. And after President Kenyatta went there, the approval was given. So it's one of those that after Equity Bank, the CBA bank is going to be investing and expanding into Ethiopia. Open market, there's no other economy that I know of in East Africa that has upside potential than Ethiopia because it has been mm. close to the outside investors. I mean, maybe one is Mozambique. I yeah. mean, when you look at the, yeah. the huge gains that are being made in Mozambique, yeah. it's amazing. How is their new port going? Because they've been developing this port for a bit now. Nakala, yeah, on the other side of, I would say, the peninsula. But remember, there's Nakala Porto and then there's Nakala Avela. But it's all in the northern province of Nampula. 
it will mean now exports are starting. The first exports of coal from that new port, which has been under construction for a while, will start this year. And the exciting thing is it's financed by a private investor. Brazilian company mining giant put in 80% literally of this Nakala Logistics Corridor, integrated logistics corridor, 20% by Mozambique public, publicly owned port and rail company. But they are saying it will be able to tra- export 18 million tons of coal a year. By 2015, it will have capacity to move 11 million tons of cargo a year, ra- rising to 18 million tons in 2017. So it's it's one of the evidence now. It's a 900-kilometer long railway line across southern Malawi and, and uh, part, northern parts of Mozambique. That's proof that Mozambique is going in the right direction, and that's why... It's much, much ahead. It's far ahead of... It's doing so well that yeah. it wants to reduce e-tolls. I yeah. mean, it's the equivalent of e-tolls, yeah. isn't it? They want people yeah. to pay to use the roads. This infrastructure spend costs a lot of money, yeah. and now the Mozambicans are saying to their citizens, visitors and investors, yeah. you want to use the main highway that yeah. goes up the spine of Mozambique yeah. and have to pay for it. Is yeah. it as controversial there as here? I don't know if it would be, but think about it. If you're in Maputo, Bruce, and you want to go to Nakala, you are talking over 2,000 kilometers of driving. So a country like Mozambique might not have the money to build roads that that length. So maybe they decided, because we know what's driving this travel around Mozambique, it's not a bad idea to get our trunk road network built by private operators. They are insisting they would like Mozambicans to be part of this. It's still something that the Minister of Public Works is discussing. He's announcing that he's going to be doing it. I have learned to trust Mozambican politicians when they talk about what they want to do in the economy because they tend to do it. So it's, yeah, he wants to develop private, public, private partnerships, but 19,000 kilometers of road that they have to maintain. I don't think Mozambique would have the money. So they were bound to go for some kind of uh, private investment at one point or another. Victor Gomez-Wano with the Africa Business Reports.